mickozzy.tv, my international sports and sports comedy podcast. Well, it's NFL Conference Championship Weekend, the final four teams playoff, and the two will go to the Super Bowl. It's the Aussie Open Finals, fantastic event down there in Australia without Novak Djokovic, the liar. Oh, wasn't that craziness a week or so ago when they booted Novak out of Australia? The three legends are all on 20 grand slams each. Djokovic, Federer and Nadal. And Rafael Nadal has the chance to go to 21 as he takes on Medvedev in the Aussie Open men's final. Now I have a new sponsor. So if you want 125 percent sign up bonus for betting on NFL this weekend or the Aussie Open or other sporting events go to bet us so you'll find it on my mcozzy.tv on totalcfl.com you'll find the logo and also on my twitter so click through to that and then it helps me a bit in continuing a sponsorship when you sign up and lay some bets with Bet US. Again, you'll find it on my Twitter, my Facebook, and mcozzy.tv links and totalcfl.com. So let's now go to my segment last night on Sports Grid TV based out of New York, Sirius XM Channel 159, the mightier 1090 Californian radio, YouTube, the Sports Grid app, it's everywhere. So I was joined by another Aussie, Mr. Dubsy, Andrew Anderson. He's the golf guest on Sports Grid TV. So he was talking golf with Gabe and Cam. And then Gabe did the Aussie Power Hour, as he calls it. So Dubsy stayed on. So it was Gabe and Cam, Dubsy and myself. We talked a bit of AFL and what team Cam should support. And then we talked Aussie Open Finals. It was a great segment. And then after that, I talked NFL Conference Championship games using my MMMMM algorithm equation. So I hope you enjoy this 18-minute segment from last night on New York's Sports Grid TV. All right, we got Mick Aussie. We've got we've got Dubsy, yeah. man. We got Cam. Like I said, we got to find Cam a uh, an AFL team. Cam would Cam's not a West Coast Eagle can I, guy. Can I be Hawthorne? Mick, let's just bring Mick in. What's going on, Mick? Yeah, Mick, what's my Where, team? Where's Barry? Let's see the yeah, ball. Where's Barry at? at? Where's Barry the shark? Yeah, he's Barry's shark. Yeah, we'll show him. He's better looking than you. Get Barry in the shot. Yeah, yeah, is that Greg Norman? Like yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Greg Norman. <laughs> It's Greg <laughs> There's Barry. It's a nice looking shark you got there. I like him. He looks I like he wants shark. to bite your head off. He oh. does. He looks angry. Very, very angry. Bite your, bite your head off. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Barry are buddies. It's all good. Yeah, we got to we got to get Cam uh, bite my head. We got to get uh, Cam. Uh, you got to get you a team, Cam. Got to get you an Jump AFL team. Jump on the Sydney Swans. Uh, well, I went to I went to juniors like school like as a kid. It was Hawthorne, so Hawthorne, the Hawks. That seems to be uh, that that can that be my team? Yeah, I'm gonna go Hawthorne. 
That's it. That's my. You got. You got. Who you got? West Coast Eagles. Okay. Well, okay. These are teams. Okay, he's got Adelaide Crows. That's that's mixed team. Yeah, Adelaide Crows. Next. Yeah, he's a crow. The Brisbane yeah. Lions. I do Carlton. like the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Carlton. Oh, yeah. Carlton. Carlton. Carlton the Carlton the Bear. Yeah. Carlton. Yeah. Yeah. The Essendon Bombers. The I like bombers. the Blue Bombers. Yeah. The bombers. Fremantle like, yeah. Dockers. Yeah, Fremantle. Gold Coast. Weird. Gold Coast Suns. Uh, Great Western no. Sydney Giants. No, thank you. Hawthorne Hawks. Yeah, Melbourne Demons. Oh, the Demons. Yeah. You got the Roos, <laughs> North Melbourne Roos, the Kangaroos. I like the Roos. Richmond Tigers. St. Kilda oh, Saints. Nah. Oh, the Sydney Saints. Swans. That's Dubsy. Sydney Swans. Ding, 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 ding. The greatest organization in the history of the AFL, the West Coast Eagles. And uh, you get the Western Bulldogs. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm Hawthorne you know, Hawks. I'm a Seahawks. You're a Hawk, Hawthorne Hawks. Yeah, give me Hawthorne Hawks. There we go, baby. Let's go. And uh, <laughs> I like this. I log on to Carlton's website, Mick. Home of the Baggers. <laughs> What's that? Home of the Baggers. So it says Home of the Baggers. Is that their nickname, yeah, the Baggers? Baggers. Yeah, they're called the Blue Baggers. So they're uh, bags like rich, rich teams, bit snobby supporters. But yeah, Cam's the on Blue Black, Seahawks. But the Hawks did well there for quite a few years, but they're on a rebuild now, Cam. So you might like, want just like the Seahawks, the Blue Bag. Yeah. I just can't help it. Like, I just can't. The blue Baggers. <laughs> I, I tell you what, boys, it's it's great it's great to hear Mick on here in the quad box. I feel like I've got a bit of a You're back bit of here on this Friday evening. Yeah, yeah usually on. I feel outnumbered by you two big fellas, but Mick's here to, to take me back, so I, I love to see it. Figured Mick, you have the Australians you. opens going on there. You guys, you know, you miss yeah. you watching oh, it, right? So let's get to the let's get to it. So Nadal, he's an underdog against Medvedev. All right, Big Medvedev. One. Minus one eighty six, Nadal. Plus 156. Medvedev, when he gets going, he is a load to deal with. Uh, yeah. there, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Mick, I'll throw it to you first. Who you got here, Mick? Medvedev or Nadal? Hey, I'm talking to you. Look at me. Did you hear Medvedev go off at the umpire? That was crazy, but I like Medvedev better than that Tista Pass, the uh, other guy. I think Medvedev <laughs> might get it done because Nadal is getting older. He uh, had a bit of stomach trouble, slash played a few games against Shapovalov. I think Medvedev <laughs> might get it done. But Cam, remember, he let us down last yep. time we bet on him in, the, I think it was the US Open. No, it was the Aussie Open last year, one of those. Yep. Dubsy, who you got, Nadal or Medvedev? I'm, 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 I'm going to go with Nadal, and he takes his title to 21, surpassing Djokovic and Federer, becoming the greatest of all time. Go Nadal, the big ball. 21 slams. Man, I'm, look, I'm looking at over 40 and a half games here. 40 and a half that. games. It's going to be epic. Medvedev goes deep with people. That's probably the best way to bet it, Gabe. As you know it, Nadal And Nadal's too. plus three and a half, Cam, for, on the spread. Yeah. He's plus three and a half. We'll take him on the spread. And another thing is, let's remember one thing. It doesn't happen with the guys as much, but Medvedev's played a lot of tennis. Nadal's actually had a smoother ride there. It's really hot in Australia. They're talking about the heat. People are That's dying. True. Like Swiatek. She just burned out, man. She couldn't handle the heat anymore. That's why Collins, that girl just beat her down. Like, that's the thing. You want to play less games. You got to save your energy. It's going to be a great final. Uh, I, I, want, I want to take Nadal very badly. But Medvedev's so damn good when he gets rolling. Yeah, I lean Nadal. Woman, woman's final, Mick, Ash Barty. 
Ash Barty, minus 500. Danielle Collins is uh, plus 390. Uh, does the Australian finish it off, Mick? What's your pick for uh, the Barty match? Well, there hasn't been an Aussie woman final of Australian Open since 1978. Uh, the boys back home on Sports Day reckon Ash Barty is playing the best of her career. She's a former cricket player as well. I like Ash Barty. I think she'll get it done. And I hope so because she seems like a really nice girl. Dubsy? Yeah, I, I agree, mate. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. I can't go against the, the, the country woman. She looks great. The only thing is sometimes she has gone missing on the big stage, but I think she gets this one. The, the time's now. Let's go, Aussies. All right, Cam. Um, one thing I've learned, not to bet the overs of these women's matches, man. No. <laughs> I'm telling you that. <laughs> I'm not. No. So it's like they're, they're, they're sort of one side of one, one side of the other. You love Collins the other night. What are you doing I, with this one? Collins has been good to us this whole tournament, right? We bet her a few times and she's good. Thing is, Barty's a better player, but I actually gave in one women's match. I do think this one will go over. I think this could be a three setter. I think uh, Collins is the real deal. It's twenty and Barty, a half. Yeah, I, I like over twenty and a half. I think I think it's going to be an epic match, and Bar- Barty just pulls it out. I, I would look for Collins plus games as well. I think it's going to be epic. Like I really think it's going to be tighter than people think. Collins is a good player, but Ash Barty gets it for Australia. They get it done. All right, and we've got an all Australian. Just like this segment, all Australia. We got an all Australian men's doubles. Kokonakis, mm. Kyrgios against uh, Ebden and Purcell. Mick, are you the president of the Purcell fan club right now? I know you're not a big uh, Kyrgios <laughs> guy here. So what's, what's your take oh, come on Come on, Mick. What do you got? It's Gabe, Aussie versus Aussie here. What do you got? Gabe, you're upsetting me even talking about Nick the, Nick the Clown playing with the cock. I can't stand him. I, you know the, the worst thing. The worst thing about Curios, if if he used part of that peanut brain, won some of the majors already. So I will go for Ebdum and Purcell just because I cannot stand Nick the Clown. His stupid looking haircut, his stupid facial expressions. He doesn't take the game serious, and he could have won majors already if he used half of that brain up there. Uh, oh, you, wow. you know what? If, if, if Greta Thunberg <laughs> was here, she would she would be saying, "How dare you, Mick? How dare? How you? dare you? Great. Wow, Greta Thunberg, Curious and Kakanaka, special K. These boys are an absolute heater. And look at the firepower they've got. I mean, I totally agree. Talk about wasted talent from Big Nick, but right now they are just riving waves, telling the crowd to get behind them, to chirp and sink beers, smashing rackets. They're finally bringing a bit of energy to tennis. Love to see it. I think they're going with the job. Minus two fifty, Cam. You like the you like the laundry detergent as a dog, Purcell? Uh, you're gonna get a no. Or what? No, I don't <laughs> like I don't like that hand oh, okay. stuff. Purcell hand, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's Purell, but they actually have yeah. a detergent Purcell, and it's not crystals. It's actually in liquid form. Good underdog. Yeah. There you go. You're riding the underdog. <laughs> No, no, I'm going to go. Uh, well, I didn't know Mick had so much hate for these guys. Anyway, the favorite should be able to take care of business. <laughs> oh, it's understandable. Totally understandable. That was awesome. Yeah. All right, and we got, we got an odds boost. Ashley Barty wins the match, and both players to win a set. Was plus like 280, that. now plus 360. Ashley, so in bad. other words, Ashley Barty to win in three, essentially. In three. Plus 340. Oh, good odds. Good. It's very like good it. odds. It's very good. Yeah, I, I don't mind I like it. Ash Barty. I like it. 
Ash, Ash Barty, typical Aussie woman. You know, she, she'd beat you up on the court, smash a beer with you after, go do it all over again. Hard not to like she's her. She's tough. Real warrior. Yeah, yeah she's, she's cool. tough as nails. Yeah, she's been all business. She's been all business. But one thing about uh, about Nick and, and that team, it seems like you guys said there was less pressure on doubles a little bit, right? It's more of a fun type of atmosphere. And yeah. I've watched them a lot. They're tough to beat, these two. Like, they're, they're, they're minus yeah. 250 for a reason. And we also have, uh, there's the women's doubles as well. Uh, that's a big spread here, though. Big, big, uh, big spread. Minus 850. Krechakova and uh, yeah. Sinekova against yeah. Danila and Maya. Oh, yeah. Minus 850. Yeah, I don't like 850, but that's that's over. That's straight sets. You know what? So the parlay is minus 178. What's that, Dubsy? It's only three sets. I mean, this, this is where you can, you know, perform a, an upset in the doubles. Boom, boom. These they guys are playing two. together, but they, they look fantastic. Yeah. Plus 590. Yeah. No, boys. It's a lot. It's, yeah. yeah it's, it sounds nice. All right. Thanks, Thor. Good. See, see <laughs> All right. Hang in here, Mick. There's the bracket. Jim all right, it's in game live. I am Renzi. We're kicking it with Barry the Shark. We got uh, Mick Aussie here. Uh, thanks to Dubsy for stepping up and in. We had the Australian Power Hour. What do you got? What's the algorithm say? What's the sheet say here? Down to the final four teams. What do you got for us, Mick? All right. Well, the first game, I uh, believe that the Chiefs will get it done. And not like most of you guys, you guys like to take the points. Well, I like to lay the points. The algorithm comes out to the Chiefs by nine. I was going to say it could be a push, but I know the spread now has gone up to seven and a half. I think it will finish around seven to ten. Chiefs, they're just too good. I think the Bengals, I know they beat the Chiefs last time. But our mate from Super Bowl gave Peter King. He said the Bengals' O-line is like paper mache. So for several reasons, I think the Bengals will stay close for a while. The Chiefs <laughs> will run away with it. It will be about 7 to 10. So let's say the Chiefs by 9. Several advantages. Coaching advantage to Andy Reid. Because last week you ripped me when I said Zach Taylor was fairly okay as a coach. Well, he's in the AFC Conference Championship game. He's doing something right, but... He's a lot better coach than Joe Burrow's as quarterback without Joe Burrow at quarterback. I'll tell you that. But no, I'm kind of Taylor. No, but you got to give advantage. Look, they had advantage. The KC have an advantage pretty much everywhere. Can Cincinnati keep up and trade points? They beat them 34-31 a couple of weeks ago. But the thing is, in that game, they did trail. They were down 14-0, but they they, they punched back. We know the Bengals aren't going to tap out. That's one thing with these guys. All right, Mick, so... Kansas City by nine. What about the total, Mick? What's your uh, over-under algorithm say? Yeah, I'm, I agree with you guys. I think it will go over. Uh, Kansas City, their defense is up and down. Their D-line is looking better. So, yeah, probably go just over. I'm not a big under-over guy. 54 and a half. So, let's go over there. I kind of listen to the experts more on the under-over on that one. But interesting factor uh, the Bengals are better in turnovers. So, item K, I'll give the Bengals an advantage in turnovers item K. in the last six weeks. <laughs> item K. 
Of all like this <laughs> random <laughs> item, item K. K. Yeah. Where, what happened to like C D? What's item M? K. What's what's item yeah, N? Item, what's that? What's I, I, item, item M? Item K. Item M. Team with more playoff experience slash players. So like hey, for the Rams, yeah. you can add Von Miller. We got an alphabet there. You, you go. We got something for everybody. Where does it go to? M N O P Q R S P. How like how deep does it go? I actually added a new one this week, and it takes a lot to add a new item. It's the first time all year because of playoffs. My 49ers mate Marcus suggested it, and I agree. We added item N special teams, and we saw it last week because yeah, special good, teams yeah. is part of turnovers and scoring. So we added. What do you make an item, item S? <laughs> no, no. N is the last one, mate. 14. 14 items. Yeah. But it's common sense. Don't diss me. It's common sense and it all works out and it gives but me a good on. idea. Of course, it's not perfect. Next year, I might run on every game throughout the NFL season and I'll go like 70%, I reckon. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, what, what's the algorithm for the Rams? Me and Cam get, get, got to get to our picks. So get, bring it on, Mick. What do you got for the Rams? Rams 49ers, what's the algorithm say? Oh, the algorithm, like last week, it comes to a tie. It's going to overtime. Yeah. <laughs> My gut feel was Rams initially. Then I went back to 49ers. Oh, I think it could go either way. I'll take the 49ers on the plus three and a half. I'll take the Rams to win just. I think they're playing better. I know the 49ers have beaten them the last six times. Shanahan's a better coach. They got a worse quarterback in Jimmy G. I think it'll be an absolute ripper. Could go overtime. I think it'll be a three-point game. Advantage to the Rams. Or they might win by, say, 10 to 14. So let's go 49ers on the plus. Rams on the money line. Could go either way. Should be an absolute ripper Sunday evening. So who's playing in the Super Bowl then, Mick? You think it's going to be uh, the Rams versus the Chiefs? Yeah, I do. I think the Bengals will... Uh, they've been up and down. They've done well to get this far. They were lucky to beat the Titans. I do like them. I actually hope the Bengals win because I'm a Broncos fan. I can't barrack for the Chiefs. I think it will be Chiefs Super Bowl. And I said... Whoever won out of Bills and Chiefs will probably win the Super Bowl, but I haven't made that pick yet. And Gabe, you're a bit uh, you're a bit light on the NFL. I don't mind the uh, overtime rules in the NFL, except for when you have two high-powered offenses like last week. It was totally unfair. Bills didn't get a chance. They should have done CFL overtime rules. So I felt sorry for you, mate. You're too you're too easy on the NFL saying the overtime rules are okay. I don't think they're okay, but we knew the rules going in. Okay. Right? There's no crying about it now after. You know, yeah, don't okay. go to overtime. You don't like it. Don't go to overtime. You're up with 13 yeah. seconds left. You should have been in overtime. And mm -hmm. You know what? I'll put it this way. I'd be crying more about the overtime. I'm not going to cry about it because the rules are the rules. But I'd be bitching about it more. If we just sort of it ended up in overtime and they lost, they blew, they they let them score with 13 seconds left, and then they let them score again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it was just oh that's a shame. No, you didn't stop them twice, right? You didn't yeah. stop them twice. It sucks. It's bottom unfair bottom for the offense. It sucks, but bottom line, it is no what game it is. is. 
It is. We're going to end this conversation. It's a separate entity, though. Even though you get there, when you get to overtime, the, the slate is clear. But, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. I just think it's ridiculous. But, anyway, it's fine. Well, thank you, Mick. Thanks for bringing Thanks, it up Mick. on the way out here. Yeah, it's, it's, it never ends. Yeah. Get him, Barry. Get him, Barry. Come on, bite Life him. Wound. Come on, Barry. Get him. Where's Lincoln at? Where's the dog at? He's scared of the shark? Oh, Does the dog like the shark? There was three of them here. I'm in the guy. Three dogs going crazy. But if the Bengals try that pooch kick, don't let it hit Tyreek Hill. He's an absolute star, that guy. I remember. Thanks, Mick. I like, uh, remember when yeah. we heard the dog barking at Mick's? He goes, oh, that's the neighbor's dog. It's not mine. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's that loud. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. All right. Thank you, Mick. Well, again, that was a lot of fun on New York Sports Grid TV. It's good to be joined by Dubsy. He has been the golf guest on Sports Grid TV several times a week for the past oh, probably nine months. He likes my segments. He's been friendly to me. He's based down there in LA. So I look forward to talking to Dubsy more once NFL's finished and how we can maybe help each other. Well, the Aussie Open, Ash Barty, the little Aussie champ, she did win. She defeated Danielle Collins, 6-3-7-6 in the Women's Aussie Open final, and she was the first Australian woman to win since 1978. Wendy Turnbull was runner-up in 1980, and Chris O'Neill won in 1978. Well, Gabe upsets me every time he talks about Nick the Dick Kyrgios, the clown, and you could probably tell I so wanted to say Nick the Dick and the Cock playing to doubles together, but I reframed myself. Well, they won the men's doubles, 7-5-6-4. And Nick the Dick, eh, with the Cock. Huh, it's too easy, but I can't say that, even though I probably should be able to. Got to be careful what you say now on radio. But he's a dick and he's a peanut. And the only reason he wins doubles is because his partner can think for him. Because he can't think or he doesn't want to think for himself when he plays singles. NFL, really looking forward to that. On Sunday, the final four teams. Can't wait. Let's go to my segment, Betting for Beginners. The 15th time I've talked about betting for beginners. Well, as you heard in my Sports Grid segment, we talked about my MMMMM, that's my Mixed Moneyline Multi-Mathematics Equation, and we talked about item K and its turnovers in recent games. Turnovers, whew, turnovers really can change a game, whether it's a fumble, whether it's a sack, all sorts of things can really affect the game and turnovers is important. Teams try and minimize the turnovers. So really consider turnovers. When you look at a bet and what I did, I looked at the last four weeks, the statistics on the internet you can find, and then the last two weeks of playoffs. So for the conference championships, I looked at the last six weeks combined on turnovers. Yes, I gave two points to the Bengals because they were plus seven on turnovers and the Chiefs were plus four. In the other game, the Rams and the 
49ers. I didn't give any points because they were both on minus two turnovers in the last six games. And a new item, as I mentioned, Marcus and I were talking about this. And just for the finals, we added special teams because special teams is important. But it's included in my calculation to some level on turnovers and on records for the season. But look at special teams, how good the kicker is, how good they return the punts. So look at special teams when you consider betting on NFL. So that's my betting for beginners, segment 15. Be careful betting. And if you like, look at mcozzy.tv and you can get a 125% bonus, sign up bonus with BetUS. So click on my links on totalcfl.com and on my Twitter and mcozzy.tv. You'll find it. Hope you can help me out. Well, I've got a new show on Tuesday night. That's at 8 p.m. Eastern Canada, USA, Mexico, etc. time. And that's 12 noon Eastern in Australia. And it's on the ColorCast app. You need an Apple phone, an iPhone, and download the ColorCast app. It's unbelievable, excellent technology. So I'm co-host of a sports comedy show, and the host is Paul Sport Comedy out of Las Vegas. He's paying me for the gig, so that's awesome. And we talk sports and sports comedy and it's incredible. You can even have a call in and the guys go on the hot seat. So there's three of us can be all talking, incredible technology. We've had two great shows so far. I can go out even a bit more on this show compared to Sports Grid and we talk lots and lots of sports and build in some comedy. Paul even had Marlon Brando with him last week. And then the first week he flushed the Cowboys and the Raiders down the toilet. So hope you can join us Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern on the ColorCast app. Follow me at Mick Aussie. Follow Paul Sports Comedy. And then right on the time, 8 p.m. Eastern on Paul's profile on ColorCast, you will see the show go live. It's a lot of fun. And let us know if you want to join the call-in. Join the hot seat. Hope you can join us on the comedy sports show on the ColorCast excellent app. As per about 25 episodes, I'll finish with readings from my grandfather's amazing book as he left Belfast Island in 1927 and went to work on the west coast of South Australia on farms and he is now retired and he got together with the newspaper and he got reunions going of some of the people that he went to Australia with on the boat and here are some of the stories continued. One man was asked what he thought was the hardest job he had to do when he worked in the bush. He said, I think the most difficult thing I was asked to do was to carry three coils of barbed wire and six loose melons on a push bike. Wow. The Australians in the outback love a dad and Dave story. So here's one. Dave decided to leave the farm and join the army. Mum didn't like the thought of her only son at 35 years of age being exposed to pitfalls in the army. So she told dad to give him a talking to. 
Up behind the dairy, Dad coughed out his lecture. Be careful of that there liquor, Dave. Oh, I never touch it, Dad. Dad warned him about the dangers of gambling, but Dave protested that he had never wagered a penny in his life. Well said, Dad. About women. They are a real trap for young fellas and can land you in a lot of trouble. Cripes, Dad, said Dave. That's one thing I never do, go out with women. He went back and told Mum, I don't think the army will have him, so you needn't worry. The boys are half-wit. <laughs> That's funny. Going back over the last 10 years since we sold the business and Clara and I retired in Gore, our grandchildren have been growing up. Tony and Kim, oh, that's me, started playing tennis for Roseworthy in the Gawler Association. Tony was seven and Kim was six. Their team were premiers that year. Yeah. These two boys continue with sport, playing football in the Little League with a lot of success. They followed in their father's footsteps as Kevin played football for 20 years in the Gawler League and is still playing tennis for Roseworthy after 23 years in the sport. One could say that the whole family was interested in sport as Eleanor played tennis and basketball and Karen is also good and a keen competitor in basketball and tennis. In 1971 Marlene and Bill adopted a little girl Kellyanne and she is now growing up to be a very capable child and very much loved and respected by Craig and accepted as a sister. Marlene and Bill purchased an organ for Craig and he having him taught. He's progressing very well and Kelly is now taking interest and progressing quite well. These two children are given every opportunity to succeed. They both do well at school and Craig attends boys club and plays football for the junior school team. Kelly is a member of the Modbury Calisthenics. Claire and I are very proud of the activities and achievements of our grandchildren and we hope that they continue in this way. We like to follow their progress as much as possible. Looking back on the progress I've had in locating so many of the men who were one-time migrants to this country under the Big Brother movement, I feel proud to have been one of them. Although the working conditions in those early days of 1928 were not as good in the present year 1978, we all have learned a lesson on economy which has stood us all th through the years. Well, that was interesting. My grandfather talked about tennis. And yes, we won several premierships playing tennis when we were younger. My dad, oh, my dad was an awesome tennis player. Let's talk this now, seeing we've talked about the Australian Open. Dad was probably in the top 10 best tennis players in the Gawler and area and there was a lot of good players. Dad was about six foot one, had an excellent serve, excellent forehand. He really was a good player. So I was lucky. I loved playing tennis. I would play any opportunity except for in the winter where it was Aussie football. But tennis season, oh, I'd play several times a week, often annoying my brother. Come on, come on, let's play tennis. My brother was good too, but I was a bit more keen and uh, often would play with dad 
and his mate Roger Hahn. I got to play A-grade when I was about 17 years old and that was a lot of fun. And I stopped playing competitive tennis at about 19 years old and I still couldn't beat my dad. My dad was an amazing tennis player. Loved it, loved being coached by him. We played in some country tournaments in Adelaide over the Christmas break, the country carnival. I played in some tennis tournaments in Adelaide and in an earlier podcast I talked about how I made the quarterfinals when I was about 10 years old, maybe 12 years old, and I was beaten by the late, great Peter Carter, who was Roger Federer's first coach. So there's some more interesting tennis stories, and my grandfather and grandmother truly loved coming to watch us play in the mornings and then in the afternoons when I was playing seniors as well. More readings coming from his amazing book. We're only a few pages and it's done. But it's been fantastic reading these incredible stories. Yeah.